All right, everybody, welcome to what we're calling the holiday special podcast for the big show. It's been a couple of weeks since the big show podcast has met its production needs. And for that, we apologize uh, due to me going on vacation, you know, traveling, the holidays, etc. We've missed out on previewing not only the first round, but the second round of the playoffs and have found ourselves in the midst of the finals. Here's a breakdown of what has happened. So in the first round, we started off with a not-so-thrilling matchup of myself versus Phil. It was definitely the least entertaining matchup of the first round as Phil continued his recent dominance over me and has eliminated me pretty easily. Uh, This was now the second time in a row that James has lost in the playoffs to Phil, as my last appearance was a loss in the finals to Kamara's six rushing touchdowns. I've tried to defeat the curse of the Kamara Six by trading him, trading for him this year. Fortunately, it did not work. Uh, moving on to the next one, it was Mike List versus Tim. This was a front row versus back row battle, uh, which Tim made easy work with Mike's team with a defining 163.16 to 135.54 victory. For the second year in a row, Mike had a QB injury going into the playoffs that proved to be crushing. At least this time around, he started a QB and tried to win. History tells us that he will make the playoffs for the fourth time next year, and perhaps he exercises his his demons and finally makes a run. For Tim, his team rounded into form at the perfect time. When he was 6-6, there was a chance he wasn't going to make the playoffs, but we will get into his 2022 run shortly. The matchup of the week for the first round was Chris versus Jim. Uh, may have been a matchup of the year, maybe even the century. After weeks of being called out by Jim, Chris went against his beloved spreadsheet and took the challenge on with full force. It resulted in a 162.78 to 143.24 victory for Jim. Upset of the year. At this point, Back row members were coming out of the woodworks, claiming that this was the year for a new member to join the ranks of the high heavens. With Jim destroying a league favorite and Staz being the other league favorite, the semifinals were primed to give us a back row championship. Moving on to that second round, though, uh, after one of the best regular seasons in big show history, Staz had the opportunity to choose his opponent for the semis. After thinking long and hard, he chose to stay away from the hot hands of Jim and Tim and rolled with the injury-riddled roster of Phil. This allowed the back row golden opportunity to have both championship slots for them. So let's get to it. First one was Staz versus Phil, and boy, oh boy, what a bad run it was for Staz to end the year. He was one bad week away from going undefeated, yet he remained the poster boy for the anybody-can-be-beat-any-week campaign. The semifinals were another example of this, as he lost 132.7 to 117.4. Staz had almost 2,300 points during the regular season, but a bad stretch of weeks from Diggs and Devante proved to be the end of his reign. Bad boy Phil, despite a pedestrian 132.7, moved on to the finals to deliver a crushing blow to the back row's hopes of becoming relevant. And in another back row verse front row matchup, Tim represented the front row magnificently, dropping a whopping 203.7 points. 
Although Jim scored 162.18, a back rower is just going to back row it up sometimes. After discussing this crushing loss to Jim's first playoff run, Lewis discovered that if Chris trusted his spreadsheet, not only would he have won his first round matchup, but it would have resulted in a Chris versus Jim matchup in the second round, which would have resulted in a Jim victory. So we all missed out on a week of Jim calling Chris out for being a pansy and then knocking him out in the semis. And further, the back row missed out on the opportunity to be represented in the finals, all because the spreadsheet was defied. And that brings us to the finals preview between Tim and Phil. Now, while the front row members are drinking champagne, partying like the 72 Dolphins, and getting their story told to the descendants of an actual member of the 72 Dolphins team at a fish show, Phil and Tim are hard at work trying to complete the front row on front row crime. As I sit here midday in the afternoon on New Year's Eve, Phil has 23 points to Tim's 10. Phil has received his contribution from CeeDee Lamb, while Tim has gotten it from his kicker. Now, let's get to some notes for each team for tomorrow's matchups. For Phil, Ramondre is looking to bounce back after a brutal stretch of real-life football in recent weeks in a must-win game for the Pats. Brian Robinson should be getting a heavier workload with Gibson ruled out, and Garrett Wilson should strut his stuff with Mike White returning, and Pickens is going to do what Pickens is going to do. Maybe three catches for 80 yards. Maybe throw in a touchdown. Who knows? Travis Kelsey is going to do what Travis Kelsey does. Yeah, that's probably get you 25 points. Um, the flex spot for Phil is taken up by Jeff Wilson. I think this guy is the limit with high-quality matchups, but that flex spot could define whether Phil gets his third ring or not. Phil also has Burrow in the matchup of the week on Monday night versus the Bills, which will be huge. We'll get to that. For Tim, the story of the week is Tim riding Minshew to the championship. It's not very often a team can withstand losing the number one player in fantasy, but not everyone can be replaced by a more legendary player such as the mullet king himself. Also, Phil's last championship was quarterbacked by Mitch Trubisky, so him losing to Minshew would be poetic justice. Beyond that, Tim has James Conner in a great matchup versus the Falcons, Nick Chubb in a tough matchup versus the Commanders, especially considering Nick Chubb has kind of been slacking, and really the whole Browns offense has been slacking since Deshaun Watson came in. And then Phil's got Judy, who's coming along pretty well recently, in a game where the offense will need to keep up with the Chiefs, not to mention it's the first post-hacky game for the Broncos, so might be some extra juice there, division rival, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then he also has Devontae Smith to add to the Minshew fever in a tricky matchup versus the Saints. And then he's got Terry McLaurin in a decent matchup versus the Browns, but it will be Carson Wentz instead of Heineke, who has really saved McLaurin's season. And he's kind of saved the commander's season, but like any backup quarterback, they kind of just fall off after a couple weeks, and teams just kind of figure you out. Um, but who knows, maybe a dart throw for Tim would be tossing in Jahan, Don Jahan Dotson because him and Wentz kind of started the year on fire, and everyone thought McLaurin was going to be good, Curtis Samuel was going to be great. Uh, maybe great's an overstatement there, but uh, – Jahan Dotson was catching touchdowns left and right from Wentz, so 
who knows? Maybe get some spiciness going in there. But to wrap it up, you know, Tim has Friar Muth against the Ravens and then T. Higgins on Monday night versus the Bills. You know, Phil's quarterback, Tim's wide receiver, one of Tim's wide receivers, both on the Bengals against the Bills in the high-flying matchup. I think that's going to make Monday night incredible. But moving on to the prediction, I like both teams this week. I think their mass matchups are juicy. I love that it is going to come down to Monday night football, and I love that we actually get a really good game called by Buck and Aik McAikman at the same time. For a score, I'm thinking 171.24 to 167.49 with Tim pulling out his second championship and first in approximately 10 years. And, you know, that'll do it for our Big Show holiday special podcast. Uh, We heard you guys. We wanted to give some content for the finals. And despite the girls... That's my daughter's not really napping and being sick for the past four days. Vacation has been great. I look forward to coming home. I look forward to getting my guy Ryan on here for a typical podcast and hopefully we get some other special guests to join us and uh, you know wrap up this season the way that Big Show do. Everybody, happy New Year's. Take care. Be safe. One love.